Hello and welcome back to Maximum Sports. I am your host, Max Batillo. Wow, those were a couple of good games over the weekend. I hope you guys enjoyed championship weekend. I mean, man, both those games, just the magnitude, you could just feel it. You can feel it in the air. Uh, just how much those guys are fighting to win those games. And hey, there's always a winner and a loser. And man, you could really feel the elation uh, by the winners and just the relief and the satisfaction of all that hard work. And then the losing teams, man, it's just you're in the dumps. It's despair, it's brutal. Uh, as a competitor, man, there's uh, nothing like it to watch that unfold. I mean, I always think of the NFL kind of like Game of Thrones, you know, and just all these pieces moving around the puzzle we always talk about. It's taking shape and it comes together in those moments. And man, and all of a sudden it crescendos there. So just uh, fascinating to watch it play out. Hope you guys enjoyed it. And we got a lot to talk about today. Let's get right to it. So we got to start with the Packers. And the Packers are intriguing because I feel like for a long time, I think they're a very good team. I think they're a well-run team. They're a blue blood franchise. They are a classical, you know, Vince Lombardi, great history, great team. And, but I never really think that they're going to win the Super Bowl. Um, I, I always just sort of keep writing them off until they do win the Super Bowl. And I know they have one early in, in Roger's career. I think it was 2011, you know, when Rodgers was basically, he was still on his rookie contract. And that was uh, great for them. It was amazing. Um, I, I'm not going to say it was a fluke, but I think Rodgers was young. He wasn't really paid yet. And once you get paid, once you become a star, which he did after winning that Super Bowl, that's when the true test of of who you are, your character is going to reveal itself. You know, if you're going to be the, the Hollywood quarterback and the and your, your personality is going to change and maybe your arrogance, your ego blows up. Who knows what happens when guys get paid? But all that is we see it happen a lot. And I think it's affected no other team more than the Packers. And I think, you know, last week we we still you know, we had Tampa winning this game and it was because I just didn't think that Rogers could overcome this Tampa Bay team. Just like last year, he couldn't overcome th the Niners. And it seems like there's just that one team hanging out there that, the Packers get into their own heads about and unlucky for them. They ended up facing those teams uh, basically two years in a row. This, this has just happened. 
and it's a pattern. And the the Green Bay Packers are basically their front runners. So they have a dynamic offense. They have tons of talent. They're they have no weaknesses really on their roster. And they march up and down the field and and beat bad teams. Their division's very weak and they dominate. And they're never really behind and they don't have to come from behind and they don't uh they're they're in the front. They're they're running ahead. And you know, you see guys on the field a lot of times that or if you play sports, they're they're talk trash when they're they're ahead, but when they're behind, you're not gonna hear guys talk trash too much because that's just gonna be embarrassing they're probably gonna lose. So it's it's those type of guys, those are front runners. So with the Packers, like it's just the stats we've talked about before where um, Ryan Fitzpatrick and Ryan Tannehill and, you know, ridiculous Matt staff, just normal quarterbacks. They have a lot more comeback wins than, than Rogers has. He does not come back from games. He doesn't do fourth quarter game winning drives. Like, like, most of the great quarterbacks do they're iconic you know for that like they're never out of the game Mahomes he almost seems like he plays better once he's down uh Russell Wilson just I think he has the most since he entered the league um Tom Brady's always coming back and just miraculous he has some of the greatest comebacks in NFL history but Rodgers seems to be kind of the outlier who is a great quarterback who doesn't have many comebacks Maybe that's because he does. He, he has a lead and he doesn't give it up. And, and that's great. He doesn't need to come back very much. They have a great record. He wins a lot of games. But when you get down to this time of the year and he's been in five championship games. Uh, so games to go to the Super Bowl. You know, you're, you're playing the best of the best teams. And you probably aren't going to be able to build a big lead. You're probably going to need to come back like most of the other quarterbacks do. And that's when Green Bay really crumbles. And it's fascinating to see because it, it's a, a real pattern. It's happened several times. He's, he's played in, in five of these championship games, which is an incredible feat in itself that he's made it to that far, the final four. He's made it five times. Problem is, he's only won at one time. He's only won one championship game. He's one and four at this stage. And he's playing against a guy, Tom Brady, who I think now is like 10 and three. Or, excuse me, uh, he's been to 10 Super Bowls. So I think he's eight and two in these. Or he's uh, 10 and three in these championship round games. And I mean, that's incredible. That's an incredible record. I mean, he's uh, the most successful quarterback ever, but that's just a a comparison. Like this, if you go back, take you back to 2013, and it was a similar thing. Week one in 2013, Packers versus Seahawks. The Seahawks, they just obliterated Aaron Rodgers. I don't even, he hardly could get first downs in that game. It was embarrassing. It was on prime time. It was to kick off the season. 
And the Seahawks, that was at their peak of their LOB. Uh, it, they were just coming off this winning the Super Bowl, and they just dominated. They just blew up Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Fast forward to the NFC Championship game, and the Packers-Seahawks play again. And this time, Rodgers actually jumps out to the lead. And then, of course, the Packers have one of the biggest like uh, choke jobs of all time in all of sports, up 16-0 to with five minutes left in the game. And they end up losing in overtime. And Rodgers, he just couldn't answer at all. And everything since then, it's been a similar story. And, you know, he's had some injuries here and there. Packers missed the playoffs, some down years. Uh, Last few years in Green Bay have been just kind of depressing. And then you come to the Matt LaFleur era, and things start to change a little bit. It seems like more positivity, maybe. And Aaron Rodgers basically gets Mike McCarthy fired. And he gets a new young guy, Matt LaFleur, and and their offense is humming. And then they play the the 49ers last year. And it like we talk about many times, like it was embarrassing. It was no, there was no fight in the Packers. They just got bulldozed. And Rodgers was on his back most of the game. And and he's pointing the fingers at his teammates. You know, he's blaming them. And they get dominated. And then NFC Championship, the Packers made it that far last year as well. Here come the Niners again. Same story. They got rolled. I think the Niners ran for like 300 yards against them. It was ridiculous. It was like it was like all of a sudden the Packers were a, a college football team at, playing in the NFL. They just had no business being on the field with them with the Niners. And like we said this year, I mean, week six, Tampa versus Green Bay. Tampa just rolled them. It looked just like when they were playing the Niners. It was just pure dominance. And it was embarrassing. We talked about it earlier this year. It's the same old thing. We're not going to judge the Packers on how they play against their division, like the Lions and the Bears and the Vikings, like those are weak teams. Of course, you're going to beat them. We're going to judge the Packers on how they play against the great, the good teams. And particularly the one that dominated you, can you step up to them? And the answer was no in this game as well. Tampa, they came out. And honestly, the Green Bay defense played a hell of a game. And they picked they, they picked off Tom Brady four times, I think. And they gave Aaron Rodgers every opportunity to win the game. And you know, the the Tampa, they uh they picked off Rodgers, they got points off turnovers. I think the Tampa only had like 19 first downs all game. So the Packers defense was not the problem. It was that the the Packers offense could not sustain drives and take advantage of all the turnovers that they got. They got so many more possessions uh, than Tampa. And, and then after the game, and also the Packers defense only gave up three points in the second half, three points. They still lost. That's on your offense. 
And of course, everyone's writing about Aaron Rodgers after the game. He's, of course, being interviewed after a game, you're going to be pretty upset. But I mean, he's questioning his future with the Packers. He's making it sound like the Packers front office is to blame for this. Like they didn't draft good enough players or why did you pick a quarterback? And there's none of the, there's always the pointing of the finger outwards, but never pointing the finger at himself. And I think it has to be reversed. If you're Aaron Rodgers, if you're ever going to improve, how are you going to improve if you're always pointing the finger somewhere else? You got to point it back at yourself. You got to look in the mirror to improve and realize that your lack of mental toughness is the reason that your team can't respond to adversity. If you look at the best comeback guys in the game, they're positive guys. They're guys who don't give up and don't just hang their head, roll their eyes at coaches, at their teammates, yelling at guys who didn't make blocks. Patrick Mahomes, you know, the guy in that game against the Bills, the guy who fumbles the punt return. Patrick Mahomes going up to him like, hey, let's go. It's all good. I'm going to go right back to you. And sure enough, he did. And they just come back right away. Russell Wilson, always positive. Imagine if there was a role reversal where Russell will, where Aaron Rodgers was the one down 16-0 with five minutes left. There's no way he's coming back because he'd be, you know, yelling at refs and and his teammates. And those guys don't want to fight for that. They think it's already over when you're doing that. But a guy like Russell, he never gives up. And he can do the impossible because of that. So until the Packers start pointing the finger at what matters and especially their leader, you know, these teams, they take on the persona of their leader and that's the highest paid guy in their whole organization. And they don't even have an owner. They have, you know, they're publicly owned uh, in Green Bay. And so uh, Aaron Rodgers is their highest paid guy. He's basically their CEO, and and he, uh, they're gonna take on the persona of that guy. And if he's a front runner, and usually the front runners are the ones who they're they're arrogant, you know, and they they're just never they're gonna blame someone else instead of themselves, and therefore they're never gonna get better. And so, can the Packers take the next step? I don't. Aaron Rodgers is thirty six years old. It, 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 that stage may have been early in his career when he was on a rookie contract. They had great players around him, and they do now as well. They've done a great job in the front office of building that team. I mean, the the guy has the top-ranked offensive line. Top-ranked. He's got the best receiver in football. He's got great running backs. I, I don't see a weakness on this team other than quarterback. And he's got... Excellent pass rush on defense, great coverage. They picked Tom Brady off four times in a playoff game. It's you you need to score after that. You need to make it happen. You either win or you don't. And Tom Brady wins. And that's why he's on another tier than Aaron Rodgers. And so 
you know, Mahomes is on that tier too. As no question, Mahomes is far better than Aaron Rodgers. And the thing also with the pattern is that Rodgers gets thumped by a team last year, the Niners, this year, Tampa Bay. And just like last year, the Niners went, and you're going to watch Mahomes dice up. You watched Mahomes dice up the Niners, and Rodgers probably sitting in his recliner thinking, wow, that kind of makes me look bad when this guy who's 24 years old can just dice up a team that I couldn't do anything against. And you're going to see that again this year because Tampa's going to go and play Mahomes, and Mahomes is going to carve them up and make it look easy. And what's that tell you about Rodgers? It's kind of like, ah, maybe you're kind of lame. I'm just saying, Rodgers, turn it around. I hate to be so negative about you, but you can turn it around. You can change. And, uh, you know, who knows? Um, change your mental model a little bit. Change your approach and change the narrative uh, where guys like me, we make we make the narrative, all these other shows, you know, and you can change that. Everyone can change. So uh, be more positive. Take ownership of yourself and maybe you'll win another Super Bowl. But there's no guarantees. And maybe he'll retire. Who knows what's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers. But we know who the Packers are. And it doesn't matter how long it takes. And this time we were proven right towards the final four uh, of the season. And that's where the Packers are again. They didn't move up. They didn't move down. They're right where we have them. And that's probably where they're going to stay. I don't see them getting a whole lot worse, but I also don't see them overcoming the other great teams in this league. So on the other side, on the other side of the field, I mean, you got to have a lot of respect for Tom Brady. I know I've had, I poke holes in his game. I've said he's not the goat in my eyes. He's not the greatest of all time in my eyes. He's the most accomplished. There's no question. Uh, but I can't really say anything bad about the guy now. I mean, it is incredible what he's been able to do. You got to bow your head in respect at some point. And I mean, the guy is 43 years old and he came to a team that was loaded. There's no question, but they were only eight and eight last year with Jameis. He comes in, they go 11 and five. They still didn't win their division, but they've won three road playoff games to get to the Super Bowl now. And Man, that is an incredible feat, and none bigger than going to Lambeau Field in late January when it's freezing. And not only that, but you haven't really had fans in the stands all year, and this was one of the first games you had to deal with fans all year, and it's in the NFC Championship game, and they were loud. And to deal with that noise for the first time, you've got rookie offensive linemen as well. And the Tampa came in with Brady's leadership. 
he is the epitome of what I'm talking about, sort of the antithesis of, of Rogers with leadership, with ownership, with I'll never ask you to do something I wouldn't do myself, or a belief that we can win any game. You know, Brady was down 24 to 3 going into a fourth quarter of a Super Bowl against an excellent Atlanta team, and he came back because he never gave up. He believes he can win. And the players, they feed off that. The coaches feed off that. The whole organization. And it gives you belief. And you never stop believing. And you can win in any circumstance. And, you know, Tom came out. Yes, he had a lot of bad throws, bad turnovers. But he orchestrated the offense perfectly. He got rid of the ball quickly. Didn't take big sacks, big losses. And they exploded in that first half, 28 points. And it, and on that last drive, the deep ball was his throws. I mean, he's got just as much velocity as ever on his throws, which is just unreal. At that age, you see guys like Drew Brees, uh, who, who can't even attempt a throw further than 15 yards. And you just it's just an amazing achievement by one of if not the greatest competitor in sports we've ever seen i mean for me as far as competitors and just guys who seem like they would rather die than lose i mean it's got to be michael jordan brady muhammad ali kobe these guys they'll just never you know Derek jeter they just never back down from any competition. They never cower. They just step up. And man, in Lambeau Field, just one of the toughest places to win in history, he goes in there as a wild card team and, and just thumps the Packers. And what an achievement. Now he's going to go to the Super Bowl. And Tampa is going to be the first team to have a super be in the Super Bowl at their home stadium. Incredible. Uh, who would ever think that Tampa would be the one to do that? The much maligned history in this organization, they've struggled. They do have a Super Bowl win, but it was kind of just a, a brief moment of success in their franchise's history of, of a lot of losing. And now Brady comes there and, and they're back to their their glory days again and uh I'm happy for those fans and it's gonna be a great super bowl down there in florida and we're looking forward to that and uh we'll look forward to that matchup soon probably talk about it more next week but just uh covering these games right now and um yeah i can't say anything bad about brady it's just an incredible feat that that he's accomplished so Patrick Mahomes back in the Super Bowl for the second straight season. What a game. Uh, they went down 10-0. And Buffalo, I mean, you could make the argument they've been the best playing team in football probably at, at least since the second half of the season. Uh, they been just dismantling teams dominating josh allen has been incredible both these guys mahomes and allen are both pretty cheap 
at least Mahomes for now. His contract will kick in soon to be expensive, but they've got great rosters around them. Great coaching, maybe the two best coach teams in the league. I mean, Andy Reid, you watch his offense, and it is incredible. And it it looks so different from anything I've ever seen in football, college, and pro. And they're making it look easy in a game I feel like is the toughest game in all of sports. You've got 11, 22 guys out there on the field of the best athletes, fastest, strongest, take your pick guys in between. And they're running around hitting each other, trying to kill each other out there. And there's just this ball flying around and that's football. And you have to try to make it to the other opposing teams, uh, end zone and the other teams trying to stop you. And it's just, such a strenuous, difficult game to succeed in. I've always said, I think quarterbacks, the toughest position in all of sports, the amount of thinking it takes for all these guys, the complexities, but the chiefs just take the field and man, I've seen them be down 28 point, 28 zero and come back like it's nothing and still blow the other team out. They did that last year in the playoffs here, a 10 point lead, 10 point deficit. I mean, Aaron Rodgers goes down by 10 points. I, I I tell people I'm watching the game with, it's over. They're not coming back. Lamar Jackson goes down 10 points. Nope, he's not coming back. He can't pass well enough. He's not coming back. It's over. Mahomes down 10 points. Not there could be no, it doesn't matter. He's he's gonna come back. He's still gonna win. There's no question. And I don't know if I could say that about any other player or any other team that I've seen before. I think this is the best. I think this is the, the best for this era because it's tough to compare eras. I always say that that 2013 Seahawks team is the greatest team of all time because I think you could apply them in any era. I think if you took the Chiefs and even put them 10 years ago, uh, the way the rules were, it was so much more physical. A lot of their motions and, and gadget plays they use and guys streaking across the middle of the field and all over a quick, you know, uh, they, they, they do the run pass option so much. All of that would be blown up 10 years ago because of the rules. You could collide with receivers so much more. You could hit the quarterback so much more the Legion of boom era. I mean, you'd have cam Chancellor decapitating guys across the middle. And so that was allowed back then. And it's not anymore. So in today's rules, chiefs are the best team I've ever seen. Could they be as dominant in previous eras? I don't think so. Not on offense. And I don't think their defense is quite to the level of any of those incredible teams in history. I think, that Seahawks team, you could plug them in and in the eighties and they could beat the 85 bears, those type of teams. They could beat those Niners teams. They had so much speed and athleticism. Uh, I don't think there's an era they couldn't compete in and be the best in. So that's my best team of all time. And that's my reasoning. 
But as far as this era and the way the game's playing today with these rules, there's no question the Chiefs have mastered this game. And they're going to lay the lumber and 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 just crush Tampa Bay. I think it's going to be a pretty lopsided victory. I don't think Tampa Bay is even honestly that good. I mean, they had some great matchups that they got to have in the playoffs. I know I just gave them a lot of respect and I'm I it's more on Tom Brady and what he's accomplished. I mean, their offense it's kind of clunky and against to try to keep pace with Mahomes, they're going to have to just establish the run game a lot like the Patriots did a couple years ago against Mahomes. They came in and, and beat, knocked Mahomes out of the playoffs a couple seasons ago, and they're going to have to have that same game plan. And I don't think Bruce Arians is quite the coach enough to really tone it down on offense enough to really grind out a game. I think he tries to go for the home run ball too much. That's why Tom Brady's had so many interceptions this year, the most of his career by far. And that's that coaching mismatch is going to really play out. You know, the Chiefs are going to have all kinds of nasty plays coming Tampa Bay's way. And Tampa Bay's defense is solid. They're very good. They get after the quarterback. But pass rushes don't seem to affect Mahomes because these plays are so well designed. And I talked about this with the Seahawks that I'm envious of for the Seahawks is that when the guy is open on the quarterback's first read, that's a sign of great play calling that because you've diagnosed the defense properly. The first guy is who's supposed to be open is open and you hit him. There's no fool in their offense. And Mahomes is able to get rid of the ball so quickly because of that. And it's just perfectly developed plays. They, they do all the motion stuff. They do the little flips plays. I've just never imagined or seen. And I'm just incredibly impressed by, their ingenuity in the system they run today is just hard to hard to believe. Uh, Andy Reid is kind of he's just an incredible coach, and he I heard a story of Mike Holmgren, who's basically you know Andy Reid is in Mike Holmgren's coaching tree. Andy Reid coached with Holmgren early on in Green Bay, and. So the um, he, Mike Holmgren went to visit um, and Mike Holmgren does the West Coast offense. He was, you know, I think tutored by Bill Walsh, who's like the father of the West Coast offense, kind of reshaped offense in today's game. And Mike, uh, Mike Holmgren went to visit Andy Reid, his disciple, and this off season and he he joked with Andy he's like this hey this isn't the stuff i taught you you doing something else and so andy has taken those west coast offense concepts and i think he's evolved them so much for the game today and it's it's not really the same thing at all anymore it's its own species basically and so it's fascinating to see and and just He's got the perfect quarterback for it. Mahomes is incredible. Um, he's, I think he's going to shatter all the records. He's going to be, he's going to, he's on pace. You know, he's on the same pace and trajectory as Brady was for his Super Bowls. And so they're going to face each other. And it would be kind of fitting for the next guy up to knock out the, the old guy. 
And uh, <laughs> so I think that's what's going to happen. That's my early prediction. We'll cut. We'll kind of break down more of the game coming up. Uh, to touch on the Bills, I mean, incredible season for the Bills. I think their head sh- should be held high. It hurts to lose coming that far, but they've got a great future. They allocated their cap really well. Young, cheap quarterback, and he's playing well. Their coaching is tremendous. Maybe the one of the best in the league, and they have a bright future, I think, going forward. So the Bills are going to be on our radar going forward as a team to kind of look to as how to do this thing. And they have uh, they kind of came out of nowhere, and uh, a lot of that's just because Josh Allen has been uh, epic. I mean, he's fast, he's big, sees the field, incredible arm, he's got it all, and he's focused. And so if he just keeps getting better, man, I mean – he, he's an MVP candidate for sure. And so the Bills fans, they have some of the greatest fans. You guys are still in it. Don't, you know, don't get discouraged. I'm sure they're, they're, they're excited about the future as well. So that's pretty cool to, to see those fans still be um, so supportive. A lot of losing seasons in the past, a lot of tough history, make it to, to four straight Super Bowls and not coming away with one. But that just, uh, that's going to make it all the sweeter if they ever do win it. And that's what this thing's all about, you know, us as fans. Even if you're the Jets fans or the Lions fans or Browns, whoever, it just makes it all the more sweeter when you finally do win it. And that's what being a fan's all about. That's a, It'll just be amazing. And so we'll look forward to talking about the Super Bowl next week. I hope you guys, uh, it's going to be a week off from football, but there's still – a lot of storylines to follow, a lot m- moving pieces. We'll get on into all that in the offseason and stuff. But I um, hope you guys enjoy your weekend and get, get ready for the Super Bowl week. So I will talk to you then. Take care.